All right. And we're back uh, to another episode of Malik and Jamal with a ridiculously inconsistent, cad- inconsistent cadence. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, you know, the beverages are out. The chain is out. Oh, of course. The Nino Brown in color <laughs> is here. So um, I don't trust people that put animal charities in their IG bios. Interesting. There's just way too many people in the world that are suffering. Here we go. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's way too many people suffering in the world for us to say, hey, the one link I get in my IG bio, let me save this for some dumb creature. (laughs) Sorry, we're not supposed to be cursing on this podcast for some dumb butt creature. (laughs) Listen, I'll edit it out and post. (laughs) So how do you feel about Jessica Parker Kennedy? A.K.A. Excess from The Flash. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are certain people in the world that can do whatever they want because they, (laughs) and I'm going to quote my brother on this, they are God's chosen people. (laughs) She was chosen with the fine force. It ain't the speed force. It's the fine force. So, you know. That's a very different season. The baddie force. Yeah, you can do what you want. Uh, that's a lot yeah. of women on the show that can access that, unfortunately. You know, and men actually, I guess. Yeah, no, nah, like the CW that. doesn't miss when it comes to casting, like not at all. From an aesthetics, hundred percent, right? <laughs> acting, no, no. when it comes to acting or like getting people that didn't say some questionable shit, like years prior. Shout out to the dude who played Ralph Divney because, like, oh, he got screwed over in my opinion. Anyway, um. Yeah, I just think there's something wrong with you or like we should really look into your psyche if out of all the charities in the world, you could be supporting poor people, you could be supporting hungry people, you could be supporting women, black folks, Latinos, the Jewish community, etc. You could be supporting abortion, but nah, that dog struggling. Nah, mm-mm. There's, there's just way too many people suffering for you to put that in your bio. I'm sorry. Two part response to that. Number one, I, animals are the supporting animals is one of the least polarizing things you can support for the most part. Outside of this conversation, you I'm on never, the wrong side of it. You're right. It's right? Fine. like you've <laughs> never heard someone say, How dare you support? How dare you support PETA? Like, how dare you support? No, nah, people drag PETA like a mug. They drag PETA because PETA does a lot. But if someone <laughs> says, I support PETA, no one's going to go crazy. The thing that makes them go crazy is, you know what? You know why I support PETA? Because I think that chickens' lives matter more than black lives. That's why people don't like PETA. Because PETA will say, PETA, if PETA had, if there was a headline where PETA said chicken lives and black lives are just as significant, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, you mean the commercial where they had all the animals taking a knee? For the Super Bowl? (laughs) They had an eagle taking a knee. That is... I know that wasn't the point, but that to me was funny. It felt like an attack. It felt like they said the N-word with the hard R. Uh, that's all I heard that entire commercial. And so that's the difference, right? That's PETA. PETA's a whole different story. PETA is trying to make the world feel as if animals matter more than each and every other cause in the world. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm about to get dragged for this on our show, but no one listens to us, so it's fine. Um, So is PETA the equivalent of the Black Lives Matter organization and animal rights is the equivalent of like actually black lives matter actually yes damn actually yes damn. except <laughs> PETA is oddly more well run 
in the sense of <laughs> so PETA has committed less fraud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the infrastructure isn't the the infrastructure in the fact that they're able to get things done isn't the issue. It's just that whoever's on their branding and marketing team should be fired expeditiously. Who's ever overviewing their content should also be fired because these things just shouldn't get out. It just shouldn't <laughs> happen. Much like Balenciaga. Oh, I mean, I mean, and what they're so please as a marketing professional, walk <laughs> me through, walk us through the process of bringing a third party contractor in to the point where you can sue them for the design you approved. Which is interesting. Like, I'm genuinely curious because that's some BS. So in my experience in marketing, one of the things that I've had even and I've mostly worked with third party entities representing sure. a brand. It is us creating a contract and understanding with said third party about okay. what they can and can't post. Um, then them sending. Well, actually, the company I worked for was very uh, intense about making sure that things went through with that. They represented a brand voice and that everything okay. was covered with legal and everything, which okay. given the size of the brand, that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, they would send us things for approval, which would then have to go through legal and then go through the internal team and then go back through the internal. And, yeah. And then go back to the uh, third party with said edits. So um, it's wild. And at the same time, like one of the things that you have to do on Instagram, for example, is you have to make sure like hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored isn't any type of branded content or else you can indeed get sued. That's why even in like a lot of Diddy stuff, like when he's pugging Delion or whatever in sure. some wacky thing, it always says hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. Um, so huh. I say all that to say, that's wild. I, I the I don't know how you can legally scapegoat it so that something that represents your brand, you take little to no legal repercussions, but the third party brand does. Or the uh, content creator. Sure. Does. That is bad. I've never heard that. happen. I, I mean, yeah, it felt and I don't know the industry well, but it's felt ridiculously unprecedented. I know we talked about it like Thanksgiving weekend, but. I'm just genuinely curious how a lawsuit like that plays out and more specifically, what type of precedent is set from a like case law perspective, because if that's the case, that's going to open the door for some ridiculous BS. Oh, 100% will. Right. Uh, that's, I don't know. We live, it's, it's so funny because I actually just watched Don't Look Up yesterday too. So all <laughs> of this. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. <laughs> coming together all at the same time. <laughs> but I guess to that point, that adds a lot more risk on the content creator then. Because the exchange in a way is that if, a brand is working with a content creator. The content creator probably already has a certain audience and they can make sure that there's a certain quality to the work. Sure. And the brand gives the influencer in some cases more exposure, but in some cases just money. So now okay. an extra bit of risk the content creator has is if anything goes wrong, they take 100% of the blame. That's rough. That, there's like no incentive then. You're an overpriced employee. With like, but even with employees, I feel like 
there's a certain level of the content or whatever your product is belongs to the organization because, and let's use the Spotify rap thing as an example. We talked about right. this a couple of years ago when the woman who posted that when she was an intern, she came up with the idea of Spotify rap, et cetera, and how she didn't get any recognition uh, or anything for it. Right. She didn't yep. get recognized for it in any way, shape or form. Right. Both of us and you know, the law all kind <laughs> of was like, Hey, that's cool that you did that, but you, represented a certain brand so you can't you can't get the same i guess profit recognition etc from it and let's be real if you were to do so the idea would never be released they're just going to find somebody that's not going to fight for the in that case i guess it would be the ip of it all so you're saying like, cool, they just won't claim it. They'll call it something else. Spotify presence or some right. bullshit BS the, like that. Yeah. If the young lady, which I believe was an intern at the time when she yep. created it, which that's like I've signed intern contracts as you have. Yeah. And <laughs> they make it very clear. You don't Anything you make is ours. Yeah. Like it's very, <laughs> it's an internship, right? Like that's kind of the point. I'm sure like Spotify pays. They're interns, yeah, yeah, they pay, but that, that's that's the value. Like, just because you're one of the few interns that actually brought some form of value, yeah, that doesn't mean that you deserve. I'm not entirely sure what she was advocating for. I think for the most part, she was just trying to get some more notoriety surrounding her success and the fact that no one really gave her her flowers for it. Which you know, I'm not mad at that. I get it. You're young, you're a millennial slash Gen Z. The world's been built to tell all of us we deserve to be recognized for the bare minimum. Mm, fair enough. I but, mean, yeah, that's know. like something you just kind of, I don't know. I feel like that's the type of thing where 10, 20 years down the line, you give some speech about your success and you just drop it as like a fun little thing of having made Spotify wrapped. Oh, her TED talk going to be crazy. I mean, if she becomes a massive success, yes. If not, it's just... She's just that crazy person outside. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could go either way. You're right. That's 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 really. And if she ends up doing okay, it's like it's a. If she does okay, somewhere in the middle, it's a it's fun fact. A, exactly. Hi. Let's get to Say know your name you. while you're here and a fun fact. Or we're going to do two truths as a lie as a <laughs> team building exercise. Yo, imagine you match with somebody on Hinge and they're two truths and a lie. I came up with Spotify wrapped. <laughs> I'm going to call BS, bro. I'm like, nah, you cap. That's cap right there. I'm going to look uh, up the article. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Actually, I would be the jerk <laughs> that would look it up, take a screenshot, send it to him like, is this is you? <laughs> but that's the thing, too, because I feel like a lot of people use dating apps for the anonymity of it. No, you just told me everything about your life. True. Also, if you see me look over, uh, for our listeners, currently I am in the battle of my life on our fantasy basketball league. And oh, how's the end game going, by the way? It is rough. This last night, last night he came swinging like Tiger Woods' wife. It was rough. Um, I am down by ninety six points. Ninety six points. I still have Giannis and Clint Capella who needs to play and he has Anthony Davis in the second quarter and Chris Middleton. So theoretically like on paper, like looking at stats, I should win this, Uh, but you know how my record's been lately. So here's the thing. This is, this is your arch nemesis. Essentially (laughs) you are Ash Ketchum. 
he is what was his name gary yo i saw somebody on the train yesterday it looked like they was part of rocket league i ain't gonna hold you bro <laughs> no no it was i wanted to take a photo and send it to you but like the train pulled off the hair like just like oh, the whole wow. make it double like the whole thing like <laughs> everything and i'm not even a big pokemon fan but it was just that like overt where i was like yeah y'all y'all trying to harass some kids later and i don't mean that in no r kelly way okay i was wondering how you're gonna land that oh, I was gonna, I was gonna close. it was it was wobbly it was it was but see that's why when i created the if our basketball team our rec basketball team Had were, in, were enemies were uh yeah were villains i was like my hardest thing was finding someone where you and Ganon were arch nemesis rivals. Like that was always in my head. Like it has to be a tit for tat. Cause at one point when I was doing anti-heroes, I was going to say Bishop and Cable. Cause you know, both X-Men yeah. in the future type right. deal. Right. Um, That's solid. But that sounds like a lot of smoke. Cause I don't know if I would make Ganon Cable, but I would definitely make you Bishop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, so what did like, you cool. make? Did you make him dark side? I made you Vandal Savage, him, him Ray Shagul. Yeah, that's because I was like, that's solid. It's more analogous, that's solid. right? Like y'all aren't enemies. Like y'all are cool, but at the end of the day, we've both been around for too long. <laughs> yeah, y'all just the old people that's just like, oh, it's you again. No, literally, like we were hanging out yesterday, and we both just kind of looked at each other, like it makes no sense that my record's this bad, and I'm the only one that can give him a run for his money in this league. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. No, I knew things were going south when you got quiet about the the <laughs> about the Ganon no, game. So last night, last night he scored three hundred and fifty four points. <laughs> I scored a hundred. So yeah, he um he I did knew, me dirty. I, I knew I knew it went left because you were giving me updates and everything oh, every day, every day. After, Friday is when I lost my I lost my momentum. Oh, for your team. Oh yeah 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 yeah. My line Who are you playing? Left. Uh, Walker. Yeah. Oh wow. Them Poland Walkers, which is a reference to a Lil Yachty song, which makes it even worse. Which is yeah, just his with his entire Chicago team. Yeah, I was just like, this is this is bad. I have Demar Derozan. It means nothing. Um. So yeah. Wow, we went through a lot of different topics. We did in a very short amount of time. So a question for you. Sure. You know, I like that. There's always the question of if you went back in time like to the age of like 15, 10, whatever, what would you do to, you know, put your family, yourself up for success financially? Okay. So slaves. <laughs> As a black man, that's the only, good, that's the okay. only so, option I have. That's, I'm, I'm going to reiterate. Okay. All right. You I'm went back saying. to the age of 10. Oh, I thought you said 15, 10. My fault. Sorry, sorry. I thought you meant like fifteen ten. No, like, I'm just imagining your ass like two thousand seven. <laughs> Does that sound like something like a dumb kid would do? Yes, yeah. but it, it's <laughs> instead of a lemonade oh sale. I'm selling slaves. Fifteen ten is such a random year for me to pick too. I know it was very random, but I was just thinking as a black man in fifteen ten. What are my options? Well, transatlantic slave trade. Only people making money were the people selling slaves. That's my only option. My options were very limited. (laughs) 
Sorry. I couldn't it, be Mansa Musa none like that. Like there was only there was only two or three black people that made it. Yeah, you ain't without, got too many options. I'll give you without that. the slave trade being a big part, so I was like, I, I that's the only option. So I got, bro. you go Sorry. back to yourself As at the age of fifteen. 10. Okay, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Let me yeah. let me make that clear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was watching this TikTok recently, and someone was like joking about like, okay, cool. So I'm back. Yeah, Dad, we got to invest in X, Y, Z. Oh, how do we do that? I don't know. Just do it. Like what? Like you go back with all the knowledge you have now. You can't research now. It's like, oh, bet on the Patriots. What years are they gonna win? Damn, I can't remember. I think they had like 2015, or no, maybe that was the Saints. Like pretty much, you're you. And you just get teleported back to when you were 15 years old. Okay. What are tangible steps based on the knowledge that you have without any additional research that if right now you got teleported back, you could put your family, yourself in financial like success. Mm. Mm. Dang, that's a tough one. Right. At 15 years old to invest into. So 2011 for me. Right, which would be 2010 for you. So Obama's Obama's about to get invest in music streaming. Interesting, because I remember in high school was when Spotify was giving out free accounts on Facebook. Right. Um, and so any way, shape, and form, we gotta because again, internet still exists. If we gotta hit up Spotify and be like, "Yo, y'all need some cool, great, let's make it happen." Um, and all their competitors, Zoom, go ahead, just just talk to all of them because you said you're gonna invest in Zoom. I am, and then get out before it gets bad. That that's bold because here's the thing most tech companies, right? And then this is why Elon Musk and all these other figures have all this money for some reason. Every time a new tech company comes out, if you have somebody that's just crazy, like. A little crazy, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm a success, and I have money. <laughs> They're like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna throw millions to billions of dollars at this tech person, and then they realize it ain't gonna work, and then they take all the money away. Like Netflix, that's the reason why Netflix was able to exist as long as yeah. they did because everyone projected that it was gonna go so well. And while I have been absorbing a lot of Netflix content recently, they're still bleeding money. So it doesn't even Loki it, like side note it doesn't even feel like you're consuming that much media because so for context y'all we have a side project we're working on and by we I mean Malik because every like three days I'll get an update like I ain't paid my rent about like what he's working on on it and I'm like I'll feel like crap I'm like dang I really gotta hop on this but I'm just like nah this man is putting a lot of work into this project. <laughs> I told you, you said voice memos the other day in the group chat. I was like, did this fool really just send us emails, a PDF, and a voice memo? Man, I swear to God, if you don't put this in the PowerPoint deck and call it a day. I'll, hey, if you want the power, I will. You know what? From now on, I'm <laughs> going to add a PowerPoint deck to talk about. Hey, listen. Give me the essentials. Like, the essentials. Yeah, yeah. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I, that's what I did at my old job. I'll do that. I'm Tommy. I ain't got no job. Like, that's also a big part of it. It's just. Again, Fair. it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night. My new my new show that I watch over and over and over again Wednesday, is Wednesday right? on Netflix. So that's my that. new Lovecraft country. So every time I just need something to be on while I work, put on Wednesday, uh, just knock out a few pages. 
Uh, <laughs> I got a bunch of I got a bunch of stuff in the tuck too. Hey, I, I ain't mad at it. I was at work the other day and somebody was asking, like, oh, have you seen Lovecraft? I'm like, I haven't seen the full thing, but I've seen like a few episodes eight times. <laughs> and so I was talking to this white dude at work, and yeah. this black woman next to me stood up. She's like, Why? Why did you watch it that much? I'm like, all right. So one of my close friends, we used to live together. When he likes something, he likes it. Yeah. So Lovecraft was on in our apartment, like pretty much once every two to three weeks. So I got really, uh, really familiar with Journey and uh, the rest of them. And she's like, "You can't even remember the names of them." Can't even like, no. Nah. <laughs> Actually, what? Yeah, what would you do then? You're transported to uh, 15 years old. I already know you got like five, ten things off the top of your head. You got. First off, I'm putting all money on LeBron getting his first ring. Okay. Because I remember that specifically. It was the big okay. first ring. We lost the Mavs game. Yeah. Or we lost, we lost the Mavs uh, championship. 2013 is when he won. Gotcha. So I'm putting a shit ton of money in that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Low-key, I'm betting on the election. Mm. I'm betting against Mitt Romney. I'm putting a lot of money against Mitt Romney. Uh, this is 20... This is 2011, so I'd probably put a little bit in Bitcoin, realistically. Would you do it for Donald Trump as well? My hesitation is, and maybe this is just my cockiness, of like, give me enough information over 10 years. I'm not sure to what extent the world's the same. And maybe that's my self-importance. That's a flaw, which I recognize. But I don't know if I know so much about how the world's going to play out. If like, you can stop terrorist attacks. You can stop a lot. Like you can, here's the thing, because you know what I would low-key try to do? Not even try to make myself rich for the sake of being a Democrat and at least having more leftist views than right. I'm going to leverage and reach out to the college people, the college professors that I know I'll meet in Claremont. Mm. The ones that I know have like influence with like the political sector. And I'm like, I hit up your girl, Hillary. Here's how we do this. Here's how this is going to play out. Let's let's be a little bit more logical. That's a cocky thing. That's super cocky. It's cocky as hell. But all I'm saying is like, look. Because I think I can articulate it in a way that makes sense without it making without sounding like I'm just shooting the shit, right? If I say, hey, Hillary Clinton's going to lose because she is taking for granted people of color and more specifically rural liberals that feel like Obama didn't care about her, care about them because they were focused too much on metropolitans. On paper, that makes sense. The fact that I think I can get someone to listen to me, that's the cocky piece. But I yeah. Some black kid in college, presumably. Yeah, some black kid in college recently. No, no, high school. Ha! Some black, some because we got to your point, we gotta start early. Woo! So yeah, 2011. Yeah, I didn't go to college until 2015. Wow. Yeah. So you so have to show enough consistency. So you're Low Tony key. Stark. You're Tony, so you're Tony Stark, but for you, Hillary Clinton. You know what I'll do? I'll hit up Mizzou okay. in 2014. Mm. Tell them, hey, your football team gonna have some problems. Uh, y'all gonna have a few protests. Why don't you go ahead and get in front of that? Maybe don't uh say some certain things on camera. Mm. Like I'm getting in front of a lot of stuff. I'm hitting, I'm hitting up the unarmed black folks that have gotten shot, 
that have been in situation like unfortunate situations between 2011 on. Like I'm doing all of it. I'm pre- mm. I'm I'm predicting uh ice raids and giving people a heads up. Like I'm going as big as possible because I can't remember specific dates, but I remember general ideas and general years when they took place. So here's the thing I would ask you, because this is a common theme in some time travel stories. Sure. What happens when certain big events you can't do anything about because they are touch points in the timeline? In the sense of I try my best to alter it and it doesn't work or like I got a TVA situation. Um, Try your best doesn't work. So, okay, like Donald fair. Trump is stuck being president. Like, there's nothing you can do. Sure, okay. Which I mean, you're not gonna like, know, right? Until... You wouldn't know until the moment. Which, to your point, anything else I try to predict delegitimizes me by a lot. And if it... you change the timeline too much, your insights aren't going to work anymore. Which is why. I the thing about Trump was my hesitant thing of like, do I bet against Trump? I don't know if Trump becomes president if I change stuff too much. Because <clears throat> mm. it's like, here's the thing. I can't prevent I can't prevent COVID. Bill Gates couldn't prevent COVID. <laughs> mm. I ain't got a platform like that. That's a ve- that would be a very interesting story because it like would a be a regular person. Yeah, like a re- to your point. A regular person goes back to when they were 14, 15 years old, and they are trying to stop the large scale events that end up destroying humanity to some way, shape or form, which I will definitely say um, in the American system, at least Donald Trump becoming president and his campaign definitely contributes to that. Easily. Um, Brexit. Brexit. In the UK, I would add that there. I'm not smart enough to know what would be necessary. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm just saying, I'm, just I'm, large fair, scale events. Fair. I just, I know my intelligence. It ain't there. I'm not COVID stopping Brexit. Is another one like not being prepared for COVID. Um, Ooh, which, you know, you know what I do though. What? I find some way to bet against the fire festival. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, uh, yo, this, this sound like cap, yo. I ain't gonna hold you. This, this, this ain't it. Well, here's how I would say this. If you can somehow learn how to get a reputation as a manager for artists, and so then you just manage Ja, and so Ja Rule's paying you, and you're like, yo, fam, yo, don't invest nah, in this. Don't do this. And then please. the fire Festival happens, and some other artists get screwed. Oh, Ja, ja got, got me. You on ja got my boy. me. Here's the thing. I just need to get to, I just need to get to Wayne. Tell him not go to jail a second time because Trump not gonna be president as far as I can help it, and he's not pardoning your. That sounds like a getting <laughs> artists to do anything sounds like a pain. Okay, we start with chance. 20, 2011, it. we start with chance. So now you're gonna have a lawsuit like Project Pat does. Not Project Pat, my fault. That's the rapper. Uh, no, I, I Pat know the manager. Doing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, I, I know you're talking about. Um. Wait, how how would I get a lawsuit on it? Oh, I guess yeah, you wouldn't sue for it. So I'm hell, I'm tr- because 2011 chance when was asset? Oh, wow. Like, that was a minute ago. I know, like it's definitely before um 
2011, I believe. 2013. 2013. I was just about to say, oh. my brain wants to say 2013. Oh. Okay, so, Tim Okay. I can find Chance randomly on 65th and Ingleside because the song helps me know where he lives. Was he with uh Kier- was he with Kirsten slash sleeping at Kirsten's sister's place during that time? I think that's he 65th was. And Ingleside. Yeah, I think he was. Wait, even- no. No, he no, already I thought no. he was already building a reputation for himself at that point. He just uh, when was 10 day then? Why does it always go back to chance? I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. That's just crazy. Yo. Oh, wow. For the hair. So here's the question If chance is Thanos, <laughs> and I, that would make the big day the snap against him in Endgame, who makes the snap in Endgame? Is it chance? Is it, is it a chance variant? Huh? His manage? No, his manage. Yo, no, Kirsten, you're right. I am big boned it. <laughs> oh, too far. <laughs> 2012, by the way, for 10 days. What? Okay, okay. We can work with that. Cool. So I find Chancellor Bennett in 2011. Okay. okay. What do I. God told me he was too high. Actually, I can get a lot done with black people with religion. Here's the issue, though: is he is hard headed? Because even Chance admits he's a hard headed dude. Is he gonna listen? That's why I said for any artist, the toughest thing is going to be get, getting them to recognize. This can is I say that I know enough about them? Can I, can I pull knowing enough about them for uh, without research? I won't know enough, and I have to deal with you. With 2011 you, so I don't have 2022 you to help me, cause yo ass gonna be sleeping class somewhere. And I didn't I'm know gonna, nothing about. I'm like, hey, hey yo Q, so tell me about chance. Was you again? I'm not even gonna lie. In high school, <laughs> I just thought Chance was just some Chicago dude that made music, and everybody was like, yo, he's the truth. I'm like, okay, every every brother's the truth that does music. <laughs> like, I don't care. I did not take Chance seriously until he came to Vanderbilt in 2015. Really? And yeah, because he was, so we have Rice of Spring, just a spring concert, supposed okay. to kind of operate like a festival. And everybody was live. Like every person I knew was super excited to see Chance perform. Gotcha. And it was when he was all the way there, all the way at like in Nashville, Tennessee, and everyone was super excited. It's like, like, all right, he might, this might be the truth. He's the truth. And then soon afterwards, or somewhere around that time, he released uh, the coloring book. So, yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't really think there's any way. So I got to make some bets to get money, and then use that as influence. Then, but again, does an artist listen to someone with money? Because in that case, like, there's a lot of people that would listen. Then, if if money was the only issue, there'd be a lot of artists making very well placed decisions. How precise does is the advice usually? How many or how many people with money are saying, hey, I got this money because I'm from the future. 
I know how this plays out. This is why I'm that rich. I'm what this 11 years ago or 20. What I say 11 years ago. Yes. It's, it's, so it's, I'm 15. A 15 year old should not have this much money unless he made some very strategic moves. And here's my background. I got mad lucky to be here or listen to what I'm saying. Right. Cause I, cause you're right. But I feel like enough coincidences can yeah. kind of be like, Hey, no, nah, let's, let's, let's listen to homie real quick. So what artists are you going to choose? Cause I, I have the finesse you can do. Okay. Every time you're about to invest in something, if Ooh. it's in the entertainment space, ah. you hit them with the DM that says, Hey, invest in this. Thank me later. <laughs> That'd be great for Drake. Uh, invest in this. Thank me later. And There's... then you make more money. And then each time you do it, you DM them like, invest in this. Thank me later. Showing then, the track record. And by the it. time you become a millionaire, Forbes is going to be like, who is this random person? Oh, okay. So and then I get... you can talk about like, oh, this is my success story. And so when the person's like, oh, this dude is in DMing me, he's like a famous person that invests in the entertainment and industry. so like once they look back once i have like that blue check mark or whatever they're okay so There's bitcoin te- you can- hmm? bitcoin and tesla okay oh yeah invest in bitcoin and tesla hit a pove mm. predict oh. predict kanye's downfall i don't think you'd be the only one that would predict that to the T though, to to where we were in twenty twenty. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> that specifically, okay, yeah, like okay. Yo, so you remember when he said Leo asked for a white girl? So he didn't really lead nobody, but so he found this Armenian chick, right? And so you know OJ did it, right? We all know OJ did it. So <laughs> like just all of it. Let's going to Jay Z <laughs> when Kim Kardashian is still uh Paris Hilton's assistant and just <laughs> sitting next to invest him in Raycon <laughs> invest in Raycon for the one week the sex tape is like streaming well not one week but the one week Ray J is popular from it hey yeah that's that's oh man that would have been crazy I don't even think they were uh, around they were he started they making his electric bikes yet or anything no but just I break it down like literally yeah, looked he's... this up yesterday for some reason Raycon came up in conversation with a group of people that weren't you. It was weird. Raycon's been very aggressively marketing on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So it started portraying my pitch meeting videos. I'm very upset. I'm, I'm sorry. But yes, I I tried it. I didn't spend a lot of money with them. I just bought one set of headphones. I got four. <laughs> That's what I was telling Gannon and everyone yesterday. I'm like, yeah, cute got some Raycons and they just kept giving them new ones because they kept breaking. Yeah. So I mean, hey, if you if you want a finesse of getting four crappy headphones for the price of one, so yeah, you, have it. you invest you invest in Tesla, yeah, you invest in Bitcoin, yeah. Like you said, Bitcoin, you're going to have to wait for a while though because you need a lot of like technology in order to get access to Bitcoin, correct? Fair, fair. Like mining. all the different mining engines. Yeah, and mining became more difficult as time progressed. It felt like at least. <clears throat> um, that's true. I'm trying to think. Uh, so 2011. Honestly, yeah, like you said, the music industry. Um, 
also to what extent can i just like make things that don't exist yet i was just talking about this with somebody if you were to invest in like concert streaming in like like the 2020 concert streams we had like coachella and stuff yes um, and then market it as an assessi- uh, for accessibility for people that can't go to concerts and things Ooh, of that nature. You actually I could low, you probably could low key get Prince to want to invest in that in like 2011, because he was working on a lot of interesting ways to use his masters and okay. present. When did he pass? He. Ooh, that's a good question. Prince passed like because I don't even remember what he passed from, but like I'm like, hey yo, watch out. 2016. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, he was gonna. This is very morbid, but he was gonna pass regardless because he had uh, a bad hip. Dwight had a cane in the later years of his right. life, and because he's a Jehovah's Witness, he doesn't believe in uh, <laughs> surgeries, transplants, right, 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 uh, replacement hips, Forgot things of that, that nature. Part. So he was gotcha. popping pain pills to get over the pain. So either way, he was on his way out, unfortunately. Um. <clears throat> Oh God! So this is really demented and screwed up. But um, at some point, once we've established myself as like, oh, he knows enough. Yeah, I started dissuading people from using religion to base all their decisions on. Does that work? I single handedly cripple religion in the United States with people that matter. In 2011, I that's I don't going give a to damn be, about the South. I was about to say in 2011, that's going to be you're kind of aren't you a little late to the party in 2011? How so? Um, <clears throat> because the only way you could successfully do that is then to be able to make anyone that is affiliated with religion lose their power and influence. Which I don't even know how. I don't think we have to lose it though, right? I just have to show I know enough. Mm-hmm. Look, like here's this new religion. Yeah, this new religion told me all this stuff. Oh, so you're gonna make a new religion to supplant the other religions? Yes, but this new religion is gonna get rid of as much discrimination and intolerance as possible. I'm not even gonna name it after myself. I really want Jamalism, but it ain't even gonna happen. Okay. I don't know. Have we had any successful new religions, though? Have we had any successful new religions that had that weren't a cult? I'm speaking about Scientology only. I mean, like, there's no subscription fee for mine. So what are you saying? Like God, oh, not even God, but uh, <laughs> the entity connection that... to a divine force mm-hmm. lets me know that these are the things that will happen, and then yeah. the things happen, and then you make a fortune off of said things, which you already know you go to court because you know the United States government is going to be like you have some insider trading, <laughs> and um, you can't be insider trading if you're not inside though. <laughs> you how you gonna trade you, from outside the club? <laughs> you and you and Zuckerberg, you gonna be the yeah. first Zuckerberg, my boy. You gonna you're be right. going to, you're they're right. They're going to you're try right. to find anything. Oh, they're gonna, there's no way you can know these things at 15 and like that, or they're gonna I don't even say end up going that you to just college at this capitalism. Ooh, so I'm getting killed is what we're saying. Like someone's taking me out. 
That's fair. That's that's how this plays out. I don't you, make it to 2022. If you add the religious element, oh, 100%. Murked. You think they'll take me off because of the religious element? Because you think that'll be the final straw? The issue is that you're mobilizing people. No one cares fair. if you're a powerful person just doing your own thing. Well, powerful people don't care if you're a powerful person doing Sure. The issue is when you start to mobilize. Like, what year was Trayvon? Hmm? What year was Trayvon? Because I know it was close to then. I want to say it was 2010, but I could be wrong. I don't know why I want to say it was like 2013. 2012. February 26, 2012. All right, we're in the middle of our two assumptions. Um, 2012, okay. Mm. Fuck wow. it all. I'm beating Zimmerman's ass. That's how I'm spending my time. <laughs> I'm fighting Trayvon's family. Wait, We're making so, sure Trayvon's okay, and I'm beating Zimmerman's ass for so what you're going to Professor Zoom. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I am. I am the reverse Zimmerman. Let's go. Well, that's the first reverse I've heard of this. Great, like, that's that's awesome. That's that's I'm, the hero I'm, of this story. I feel. Here's the thing: Trayvon doesn't happen. We don't green light the vigilantism that was already taking place, sure, but it no longer becomes such a huge platform. Or even if it does happen, let's say unsupport, let's say it's one of those fixed points. Yeah. I utilize at the time the legal connections that I had based on an apprenticeship that I was doing, who knew the lawyers to be like, hey, here's the list of witnesses y'all shouldn't call because they're not going to look good for you because let's be real. And it's not her fault in any way, shape or form. What lost that was calling in her, his friend mm. that unfortunately that lost it and reiterating the, like his stature over Zimmerman. Those are the two things that lost that trial. Uh... So being able to get like his silhouette, like, sh- like struck from the record. Because I remember looking at the case, like his silhouette, if he's standing up, it's not like a like frame silhouette. The guy, like, there's there's the space between his arms filled out. What? Yeah, no, the silhouette, the silhouette, the silhouette was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, that's not a human. That's that's some creature from. <laughs> but like, they like made it like he had a hoodie on and like he was like baggy clothing to add to the stature. Oh, okay. So again, you just use racism. <laughs> I'm gonna just go back and be Zimmerman. We're done. I don't need money. It's fine. I'm investing Bitcoin to be Zimmerman. Okay, that, that, that works. That, that I'd 100% be happy. Works. I I mean, and also like I'm going on a road trip with family with friends from Latin like around the same time, like mm. two months later. Find yeah. a reason to move that trip up <laughs> and pull through to Florida because we were there two months later. That works. That uh, I'm happy. Oddly enough, that works. I'll but make every- sure I'm the one who gives the tour to Sasha during mm. her tour of my school because I definitely believe if a black person had given the tour, she would have gone, and I missed that opportunity. Where did Sasha end up going? I don't even know. Actually, was it wasn't it like Yale? Or yeah, I was like, it was a much better school than where I went. You're right. <laughs> I was about to say, like, uh. All right, you ain't that good. I don't know. Uh, I was a pretty decent tour guide. <laughs> Uh, I think every time. Oh, you ever... Wait, no. Wait, where'd she go to? Where'd she go to college? Sasha Obama. Oh, no disrespect. She went to University of Michigan. I got that. I got. Do that. you? Do you? University of Michigan. 
it's, culture, it's a- culture wise. If you want to go to a University of Michigan, would you go to a Claremont? That don't make sense. But you don't tour Claremont McKenna then. Sound like something my mama made her do. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just, I'm just saying. Let's let's look at my life as an example. All right, sure. I'm also right. Vanderbilt. That's gonna be the first thing I say. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, to quote, yeah, you Stop can't it. tell me nothing. You, you can't tell me nothing. I, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. That's just. <laughs> That is what it is. No, nah, I'm gonna uh, find I'm gonna find your mom's. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to your mom. <laughs> like, hey, look, she. I mean, keep, how, keep him in Chicago, please. So you're gonna you're a, again a child goes up to my mom. <laughs> don't let your boy go to Vanderbilt. Boy, you don't get on my face. <laughs> again, I. But love, I know enough about your family that I can pull enough. We're like, okay, he's either crazy or he might be onto something. You've told me enough about your family that I can pull some stuff. That's like, fair. There's no reason I should know that about you in junior year of high school. Add a little bit of God in there. You might, you might. That's what I'm saying. Like that. between like, and bring your aunt into it. Oh, interesting. Cause this would be my sophomore year, your junior year. Yeah. That's True. crazy. That's that wild. Crazy. We weren't even friends. <laughs> I mean, we knew of each other. We knew, we, we knew each other. We was cool. You know, as you know, one of, as you know, when you're ten black people, when you're select few <laughs> of a uh, four hundred kids would do. I don't know. I feel like University of Michigan. I could get. I could get her to Claremont. Listen, if if you were talking about, I would even get if you said like uh, Duke. Like if you were, at, I was like, okay. I don't think Duke. I could get her Duke because of the culture thing. I agree with you on the culture thing. I think I got University of Michigan. But okay, so you know, if, it, if this okay, let me make sure I'm thinking of the right school. <laughs> The the yellow M. Negro, what? Negro, stop. Wait, it. why? I'm I'm maybe maybe there's some. I mean, I was never looking at big school, so maybe this is just my. I was about to, yeah, it's a big school, great sports. I don't even know what their top program. So I'm gonna play no sports, huh? So I'm gonna play no sports. But you go to okay, but you go to the games, like they matter. Like we Draymond Green played at University of Michigan. I'm pretty sure we got like, games, huh? We got stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Ain't nobody from Claremont McKenna going to the league. Hey, in the league. Hey, one of my friends is playing internationally right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. That that proved my point. Yes. Congratulations. You know what? Uh somebody from Vanderbilt ended up playing for the Golden State Warriors. Now, I can't tell you how well he Who? played. Uh, ooh, you told me this before. Actually, we've looked him up. Yeah, did he get traded like the next week? Something like that. But I mean, a dude, I knew from college. He's playing for the Chicago Bears right now. Um, but like, do you think Sasha cares about like? Yeah, fair. Do you think like he cares about Damian cares, Jones? I think. Okay. Do you think she cares about like that? I would have, if you go to University of Michigan, yeah. As far as, the only thing I know about University of Michigan, they had a pretty solid engineering, big they sports, pretty good engineering yeah. program, and it's a, it's big school culture, right? Like, you, you can go to school around the same year as somebody there and never meet them a day in your life. And that's just a very sure. different culture from Claremont McKenna or any liberal, like, small liberal. Sure, culture. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, at least with Duke, you can make the argument of like the, there is a sports element. Um, 
Oh, she's yeah, at USC is. now. Did she transfer? Oh. So she went from University she... to Michigan. All right, I'll give you that. I'm not. I'm not pulling. <laughs> nah, I'm not pulling <laughs> okay. her from USC. Okay, I'm not pulling her from USC. I'm just saying. Let's look at USC <laughs> and University of Michigan. Claremont McKenna, but like Midwest, bro. It's what cold about? out there. You got to trek trek through snow. Okay, and she's been living in Washington D.C. and Chicago her whole life. Yeah, so yeah don't I, you want more for your life? I didn't. <laughs> you don't count. You're a masochist. Oh, <laughs> huh? You're a masochist. You like to bring pain to your life. Yeah, but like, I don't need it. It's like fun to visit, <laughs> but I don't need a better weather. Like, I like the cold a little bit. As much as you layer up, man. Patar was dragging you the other day because I had a leather jacket on and like yeah. just a t-shirt. And I don't know how you came up, but he was like, yo, Quinn would have like eight layers on. <laughs> he was here. Listen, and I need you fat people to leave me alone, all right? I'm skinny. I don't have insulation. I have to compensate. We ain't fat. We big boned it. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of Patar bringing me up. I don't talk about Patar never, <laughs> only with love. And that man wants to roast me every chance I get. Like, <gasps> yo, fam, can you roast the dude that roasts you? Hey, Leave me alone. I roast everybody, though. That's a lot of work for everyone. It wouldn't be a lot of work if they shared the wealth, if they all roasted you instead of just, you know what? I'm scared of Patrick. Let me roast Quentin. What? Why? Now I got to hurt your feelings at the holiday party. Like, okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, time travel might be bad, but I'm saving, <laughs> I'm saving Trayvon. That's that's okay, gonna okay. be my personal mission. I'm saving Trayvon and investing in crypto. Okay, okay. That those are the solid. That's a solid. I'll one. be happy with myself if Trayvon Martin is still alive. That's a solid one-two punch. That's a solid one-two punch. I um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, going back to fifteen is because it's it's some it's some time, but it's not a lot of time, and I think that's the <laughs> okay. That's, that's fair. the worst part about it. That's fair, right? Like 11 years ago was just not a lot of time relative to when big life-changing moments happen. Definitely in the U.S., um, the death of Trayvon Martin is definitely up there. Um, Donald Trump becoming president is obviously up there. COVID pandemic is up there. Um, there's there's a lot more. I can't think of it, though. But like that's kind of my point of this exercise of like you don't have your phone to research it. Like yeah. you just get transported. Like how good is your memory? But like dang, I know something about to happen. I just can't remember. <laughs> so you're just a crazy man on the street. Exactly. Nah, I'm gonna be right next to homie on State Street with his uh microphone. <laughs> oh my god, with his horrible looking like Nick Cannon with a Jerry curl. Is he 100%. still there? How's he doing? I don't know. I don't go. I don't go. I don't go over there trying to listen to the gospel from that man. I got enough people to teach me the gospel in my life. But like, you gotta check in, man. You know, I feel like he raised. Me. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I really do hope. I do. Okay. Like, I genuinely mean that. Like, I haven't seen. Yeah, actually, right. Has anybody tried to get him streetwise? Like, tried oh, to get him put on streetwise? Because like that feels like a miss. Someone's had to. If if not, that is like one of the weirdest Chicago trivia pieces I've ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, Obama becoming president. Well, no, be Obama. Second term. Second term. That's definitely a significant thing. Yeah, even if we could get in before the, like, ten, to your point, 10 years is rough. Yeah. Or, like, age 15 is rough because if we could go, like, pre-recession, 
That's oh, that's nasty. That's a crazy time. That's that's, that's crazy. Ooh. Like if you play that right, pre-recession, you can get in on Amazon. You pre-recession, you remember where I used to work. What FTW? Nah, my first job out of college. They're they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-recession oh. is over. Pre-recession, we're rich. Yeah, you're I'm gonna just drop a check off at you like yo, you don't know me, but hey, like we future you, we we plan this out. Good, well done. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because you think about the way the world is now, and I'm just like, it's too much. There's no one (laughs) thing you can change, yeah, that makes everything else better. Because again, you save Trayvon, you can't save Laquan McDonald. You can't save everybody that becomes a significant figure in the black. Here's lives the unfortunate matter. part to your point. The Black Lives Matter movement doesn't start without a painful narrative. Yeah. You need a sacrifice on for and it and it pains me to say that. But yeah. we don't get the BLM movement without it. And of course, as uh police brutality starts to become public knowledge. Um, public acknowledgement. Yeah, it starts to get public acknowledgement. That starts to lead to, I think, some folks in like rural and obviously Hillary Clinton running for president, like you said. Um, Ooh, and not, Bernie. And Bernie. Yeah, yeah. And not really talking to people in smaller areas and in more rural spots. Yep. That is the perfect uh, storm for the Donald Trump thing. And do I go Bernie? Do we try to get Bernie as the Democratic elect? What could you do to make that happen differently? Like, I think, to be fair, that first time Bernie ran, he did everything he possibly could to win. Um, I mean, didn't, didn't Cardi B support him? Yes. And I'm going to move on because people don't like my opinion on things. So. Okay. Listen, regardless <laughs> of what, how you feel about Cardi B, who has a ne- whose real name sounds like a Harry Potter spell. She was a popular. Because re- my sure. thing was. My thing is a- how many Cardi B fans are registered to vote? So you're asking at the time that Cardi B was popular and Bernie Sanders was running. Mm-hmm. How many people over the age of 18 mm-hmm. were Cardi mm-hmm. B fans? And in places that would actually make a difference. Because, like, cool. If you in New York, <laughs> thanks. We had this already. Same with Illinois. Same with Cali. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's irrelevant. Exactly, uh, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, I was looking up when Bodak Yellow came out. In part because, Fair. in my mind, that's when she that's was. when she became. I mean, that apex. was. Weren't we in college? Actually, yeah, you're right. I'm tweeting. That was, like, 2013, I want to say. Or 2016. No, dude, it's 20, 2017. 2017? Okay, yep. Yeah, we were in college. That's crazy. So 2017, she's at her peak. Okay. Yeah, that 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 don't help. Because I remember, like, rappers and entertainers, none of the, like, Beyonce's or whatever, sure. they were all with Hillary. But, like, Killer Mike, for example, uh, Cardi B, a bunch of fo- AOC, like, every person that was in, like, that C-list tier... Was all supporting Bernie Sanders. I can make sure 
Kiki and I are, Kiki and I are together when she gets pregnant. <laughs> This is getting pettier and pettier by the minute. Yeah, I mean, at this point, what you told me was you can't change nothing. So I'm like, bet, I'm going to make myself happy, which means Zimmerman get Zimmerman doesn't get to kill Trayvon and I get Kiki Palmer. That actually is a great question. Why isn't there more people? Like, why isn't there a Professor Zoom that just wants to screw over a villain's life forever? Like, why isn't there that? <laughs> you know? I mean, we. Jay, I feel like Jay Z is the closest we get because Hove will like drop a lyric every like five albums about how he don't respect Zimmerman. I was like, yeah, no one expected you to. Uh yeah, that's fair. I mean, it it makes him upset. I'm not. I'm I, not I, I I get it. Like, I I understand. He even dropped the bar like that in a Drake album, which is just like, what are you doing? He did. It. Yeah, it's like Drake's Canadian. This this feels wrong. Y'all kill X, let Zimmerman live. Streets is done. Yo, sir. That was the line. I think it was Waka Flocka that was like, yo, Hove, you ain't have to hit us like that. That's not that's not fair. I'm when like, Waka know, says, dog. hey, yo, man, what we doing? <laughs> oh, Waka Waka's Flocka. the voice of reason, my guy. I, I don't, I, you know what? I'm not mad at that though, because I'm not a street dude. I have no, nope. I have no street credibility. I, I ain't got none. I'm a, I'm a sidewalk guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really. I'm not in the streets, man. I barely make it to the sidewalk. You know how few times <laughs> I leave my house. I'm in. The I'm, I'm on the curb. I'm not, man. I'm inside the house at the window. So the outside, other day, like, like I was at fun. Sally's, and this old black guy walks up to me. Like I'm on okay. my way out. Like I've been there for about an hour and a half. Like had a good time. On my way out. And so he pulls me off the side. He's like, yo, young boy, you know, we got to be looking out for one another. It's like, yeah, for sure, for sure. He's like, you know, we got to make sure because they be out here trying to kill us. I'm like, yeah, for sure. He's like, and we be killing each other. Yeah, he's like, and I know what it's like to kill somebody. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, 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 yo. Oh. He's like, yeah, I got a gun on me right now. I don't, I didn't need that information. Are you and trying just, to stick me up right now? Bro, like, what? he just keeps going. He's just like, look, the issue is, you know, a lot of y'all young folks, y'all y'all think you know what it's like to be in the streets. I'm like, sir, I can promise you, me here in Murray Hill. That that was, that's the worst part. It's streets. You you know why, right? You know why, right? It's them braids. It's them doggone braids. You didn't have any of these problems. <laughs> so you started having your bra- ASAP rocket braids. Now everybody want to think, oh yeah, I know this dude grew up in the Bronx fighting strippers. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's your responsibility, young blood. I need you to go down to the hood and talk to your brothers. Tell them to put the gun down. I'm like, nigga, what? Nigga, Sir, they don't the shoot me. Listen, ain't nobody trying to say any of this to you when you had a high top. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Nobody thought you came from the Bronx and you had to fight pit bulls for a living. No one thought that until you had these braids. And it's okay. But yeah, now now you're starting to look real approachable. Like real approachable by hood dudes. And it's so funny too because I don't know if you remember Megan, one of the bartenders at Sally's. Uh, One of the white girls, blonde. Yeah, 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 I got you. She's hearing this conversation. Because he like multiple times, he just assumes to your point, like I am the farthest from a corporate black man as possible. He's like, yo, yeah. we gotta get in these offices. We gotta start making money with the white folks. I'm like, sir, 
I haven't even gotten a chance to like I don't even want to tell you what I do because I don't want you to pull up with your gun that you clearly <laughs> It's just him. He tries to walk through, walk through the come. It's like, it's like, oh, they don't even have metal detectors here. How do y'all take it? Somebody got a gun. Uh, we just don't allow them here. It's not really just like, oh, dang. Well, that's crazy because I got a gun on me. <laughs> Bro, here's the crazy part. So I walk away after about yeah. 15 minutes of this because I'm trying to watch the game. The game is in overtime. And so I'm just looking at the TV. I'm like, sir, can you shut the hell up, please? But like, oh, black man. So, you know, you get respect, whatever. We dap yeah, up like 15 times. My back is sore by the time he like this many slaps in the back after yeah. how many times we didn't dap or whatever. So there's other black dudes who is a regular at Sally's as well. And like me and him have interacted a few times. Yeah. Um. He says something to me because, like, we know each other. Right. And so the guy pulls on me. He's like, yeah, that's the problem. Like, y'all got to be out there. Y'all got to be out there talking to them. Tell them to put the guns down. You know, y'all ain't doing enough. And so he looks at him. And I'm just trying to – I'm standing behind the uh, old guy. I'm like, bro, don't. Don't engage. Just don't. Just don't do it. And he's like, what you mean? Save you. And so he gets stuck in like a whole 30 minute conversation. The dude brings us in for a group hug, says, you know, I I'm your brother. You is my brother to kill another black man is the worst thing you could do. And I'm like, you're saying all the right things, but I know you've taken lives before. <laughs> this is like the Kendrick Lamar thing uh, in Damn, I think, actually. Because um, then he, one? the one where he talks about killing somebody and then the next blurb is. I'm here to talk to you kids about gun control. <laughs> it's like, I know it's because you're like, don't do what I did, but because you did it, you lose a little credibility in my mind. A little bit, Sorry. a little bit. And my thing is, here's the thing, regardless of how I look now with braid, sure, fine, whatever, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I look like, I look like a hood nigga that got like an extreme makeover. You look like old dog meets Nino Brown. That's exactly what you look like. And that's a horrifying combination. That's a horrifying it is. Com- that like is. combination. That is a that is a weird wonder twins right there. O Dog and Nino Brown. That is that is that's that some Dragon Ball Z BS right there. Fusion right there. Just yeah. Um we're in Midtown East though, bro. But it's I'm Sally's. on 19th Street. You know, Sally's is real affordable. It, I mean, it is, but like I had just finished playing beer pong with an investment banker. Like literally 10 minutes before this dude started talking to me. I don't I don't know. I don't I was I just know. I was like, I'm so upset that Quentin's not here because I would have ditched you to go so you could talk to that black man by yourself in a minute. I, I wouldn't do that. I think I would have definitely said, like, bro, I'm not even from the streets. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I'm <laughs> not from the streets. So he was like, y'all got to get in offices. No, nah, yeah. So I work there. You got to scare out the streets. I'm so far from the streets, my guy. He's like, but that you not listening. You not listening. You got to get out the streets. It's my podcast. Listen, at the very least, we both could have definitely just kept saying little odd stuff before he just gets frustrated. He's like, yeah, that's why you need to get in the streets so we can get shot too. No, I told him. I literally said, I'm like, you know they just gonna shoot me, but that's what's messed up. You can't let them. <laughs> is that the key? Is that is that the issue in black on black? You don't believe in yourself, we let bro. Them, man. Yo, that's it's exactly. like you learn in college. Consent is sexy. I didn't consent to getting shot. That's so you can't shoot me. The bullet stops. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No means no. 
Like, what? Bro, if that's the only thing black folks is missing, that's crazy. We, we never just... said no, bro. <laughs> Similar to but drugs, abs- so, just say no. <laughs> so <laughs> when it comes to bullets, the absence of a no does not, does actually does mean a yes. It does, it does. You have to actually. <laughs> there is, um, there is gun violent coercion. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't move, you about to take this bullet. Yeah, like, I oh don't, bro. When he told, when I was like, yeah, bro, they gonna shoot me if I say that. He said, you can't let him. What you mean? I can't let him. So I was like, oh, got- I hadn't thought about it like that. You're right. I was about to say, yeah, that was definitely a moment where it's like we need, we needed both to be there because I was <laughs> like, so I can't. I can't do it by myself. I'm like, I it's really, I really miss Malik right now. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't go outside, so I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't interact. You with don't, you don't deal mom. with this anymore. No, no, no. I was like, I know your mom when I was out there for Thanksgiving. Was like, this is probably the most he didn't been out since he got back. Oh, 100 percent. And it's the most I'm gonna go out for a minute until I'm, I'm back to in a, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'm at. I'm going to a Vanderbilt alum. Rihanna's got, got a, a birthday party. Uh, I'm going to go to an R&B concert sometime next week. Okay, look at you. Yeah, you know your life I, is I so much more slower in New York and, or in Chicago, and I honestly love it for you. Listen, I, I, it was a lot faster in New York in part because you were going to lose your ever-loving mind. What if, if I ever... wasn't outside three times a week? Yeah, 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 yeah. you were going <laughs> to lose your mind. So in the weeks when like we couldn't kick it with Gannon or Patat, which. Ugh, Hope he's okay. Pitar or anybody else is like, yeah, you know, I enjoy myself, but you know, I can't be out there like that drinking all them shots and tequilas and talking to people about whatever random depressed white man comes up to us talking about how they man. I don't even consume. You don't even drink like that. that. Nah, I just be Uh looking at it. I'll order it and just sniff it. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't for Mm. me. That's the that's the 25 year old, 26 year old man. I tummy hurt. My I got some rumblings in my tummy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm Van Jones over here, bro. I say Van Jones knows exactly (laughs) what that means. Oh, oh, also, 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 your boy Jackson. Jackson, who your boy Jackson's divorced? Who the um the oh oh yeah 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 um, the relationship guru who cheated on his wife Derek Jackson there it Derek is Derek Jackson the man who let his wife get on camera in a bonnet Stop to it. say we good he did not he in religious terms he did not cover his wife in that moment. <laughs> he covered he didn't cover enough <laughs> he covered a lot more than his wife you know but, I mean? <laughs> yeah when I saw it I was like that makes sense like low key my first reaction was I thought they had divorced already I thought this was over hey, man, know. back to something you said earlier you're talking about dismantling religion man religion is dismantling itself man do you think we'll ever get to a point of like a relationship-based union where, like, we just accept, hey, maybe this isn't forever. And, like, that's okay. Like, we enter the union of, like, yo, this isn't till death. Like, till boredom do- does us part. Isn't that dating? disinterest does us part. Isn't that just dating? Or are you also assuming that because for a lot of people, dating is the bridge 
Yeah, so a lot of people date for intentionality and or date. Yeah, I guess whatever that means, right? Like, sure. what is the benefit of like? Let's take kids out of it because most people are generally most kids don't want or most people don't want kids and also most people don't get married anymore so dating is the new married a monogamous committed relationship is the new marriage yeah but and and to be fair to you right i mean you're also talking from someone who's gonna live in a major city so this is a much more important conversation sure right fair um Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I don't know because that also implies that the only people that would be attracted to each other are the people that want to be in the I'm having a good time, not a long time type of relationship. Because that's that's where the okay. issue lies. Okay. The issue lies when someone wants a more committed situation and someone doesn't and they just so happen to date, talk, whatever the case may be. Sure. Because I think, to your point, there's a lot of people that just are here to have a good time, not a long time, whether it is uh, a one-night stand or a more casual situation. Uh, there's plenty of those. As a matter of fact, I think most people our age, regardless of, like, most ways that you divide up people, so socioeconomic status, whatever. Sure. I think most people would much Fall in that category? <clears throat> yeah. I would actually argue that people of a lower socioeconomic status probably are more privy to commitment um in part because of the economic advantages of it but, i'm just well when we say commitment do we mean relationship at its bare basic or are we talking like marriage because i'm not sure to what extent there's that much financial again we're not talking about the tax benefits that much financial benefit in being married versus uh, I guess being on each other's benefits if one person has better insurance fair enough all right being on each other's benefits two incomes versus one but like, I guess you don't need a marriage for that y'all could just live together or like be dating and be like hey yo our incomes ain't just us we together that's right I see though like if you're only like, gonna be why? with someone for six because if you're only gonna be with someone for six months let's say right sure all of a sudden and y'all got maybe like a joint bank account whatever sure. and that unravels and what if the other person wants to screw you? Like, the less you're committed to the other person, the more they can just screw your stuff over if there is that much sharing. For example, sure. let's say y'all both are on a lease for whatever reason. Fair. Um, or one of you gets on a lease and the other person's like, you know what? This is just, I trust you. Sure. And then something horrible happens. Somebody cheats. Or you know what? Maybe it's just a misunderstanding. Like we just we this ain't working no more. The person's on the lease can screw you over, and now you got to find a place to live. And if you guys know too much about each other's financial information, they could screw you over even more. That's so, just a lot of trust to put in somebody that's not chained to you. So fair, and I don't disagree. But now it sounds like instead of marriage for the sake of the financial stability, it's marriage for the sake of financial protection. Yes. That's sad. Ain't but that's not depressing. It's not. People don't trust people. You shouldn't trust everybody. Then don't so marry only... the, don't marry this person. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You marry them because now they're in a contract of if this ship goes down, you go down too. That's crazy, bro. 
is not. You should not be not. in the same relationship with your partner as you are with your employer. You should not be in the same relationship with your partner as Balenciaga is with their third party <laughs> uh, marketing team. So what? The wife takes? Never mind. The person nope, that makes nope, less is the person nope. that takes all the blame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, That's I'm, not how that works. Yeah. We know it. Yeah, not, a, not even a little bit. I'm going to sit my truly. We can truly. Spa, sponsor my truly. <laughs> And the cease and desist letter in five, four. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, in, in general, because I've reflected a lot about these type of things, like sure. marriage is, in a lot of ways, people did it for the finances, for power, for resources. Yeah. And then poor people started getting married. And so it's a, like in First part mistake. for resources, right? Like, because if y'all got, let's say y'all got kids together, well, shoot. Y'all bank accounts might as well be together because y'all both <laughs> have to raise these kids. Y'all might as well share some. <laughs> Fair. Share some, save some. And then now we're at a point where people have more autonomy, right? Like men, women, gender non-specifying. Each individual has way more autonomy than they've ever had. And barring either a child or um, a financial situation where you also don't have family to lean on, um, a poor financial situation and also not having family to lean on, like you don't really need another person. That's fair. Okay. So we're just we're okay. just in a in a in a different time. So I think your question of like, will there ever be a point where people just accept that? I don't know if it'll be something that's heavily advertised, but I think that most people our age are definitely down to just, hey, this is for a good time. Not good a long time, time. Not a long time. I think I don't know. I don't know that many people like begging for a long time i guess i feel like i've had a lot of folks let's go black people specifically i feel like a lot of black straight individuals yeah want the marriage maybe they don't want it at the moment but they want but eventually and you know i think if we're and recognizing i'm a guy so the bias there but from my perspective like from my from my perspective the interpretation i've got is that a lot of black women our age are just waiting yeah right like that doesn't necessarily mean they don't want a marriage it's just like they don't like the men that's out here they right don't like they the don't like the men out here. so let me go for an older man or let me wait until they grow up yep. both fair concerns but i don't think that's necessarily a dislike of marriage just a dislike of the potential people to marry which to your point i would argue that you know back in the day when marriage was like the end all be all like the basic um next step for people right the options and prospects were just as bad but like everybody was bad like accepting the trash was part of the experience but now reasonably so there's more of a demand sure which i mean i know you've seen the article because i think we've even talked about it it was just like straight men not being in as many relationships being more lonely etc um mm. and the idea behind or at least the theory behind is that like men aren't as emotionally available as necessary men are not in the place emotionally age-wise maturity-wise that women would like which it's fascinating because those same studies also say that men that are millennials and Gen Z or young millennials and Gen Z are the most emotionally um 
aware and cognizant mm. of men. Do they of break it down generation. by race and academia. You, you you know they don't. You know they don't. Right. You're race right. And academic right. background are probably going to play the biggest role there. I will say this, and I don't mean this to put anybody on blast, but if I look at um, so my sophomore year, I think I lived with seven other people. Okay. I was the only black dude there. But like in my friend group in college, that was less homogenous, if you will. The one that my boy <laughs> Kyle was a part of. Shout out. And Keaton. Actually. Shout, out, shout out to K- um, KQK. KQK, yeah. They, they don't make content no more. Um, see, that's what happens when you hate. God don't like ugly. Set. You know? <laughs> God don't like that. God <laughs> did. Uh, <laughs> I love them. Uh, but I was reflecting on the fact that uh Let's see, one, two, three. Like three or four of our four of our friends from college uh are In either married or engaged. And like all the same age, like 26, 27 types. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the same uh class, I guess. Okay. Um all white dudes. Uh and if I look at my black friends that went to Vanderbilt, sure. I know maybe one that got married and stayed together. And I wasn't even like super close with them like that. <laughs> I just ran into them sometimes and they'd just be hanging out. I'm like, oh, okay. Y'all must be a thing then. Oh, no, no, no. I can't say that. Two. Two. Where did these people come from? Like geographically? Because uh, I know the answer for Keaton, of course. The South. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the South. <laughs> Various places in the South. Okay. Well, I guess the same argument can be made about black people that went to Vandy too. Like a lot of us came from, well, actually some of us came from New York. Some of us came from, a lot of us came from the South um, in the Midwest. Uh, but no, I, I say that to say, I don't know. Like when you talk about that study and, you know, women not finding the options to be great out here and, you know, less emotional maturity. Again, that's been a consistent thing. I mean, I mean, that's been a part of, societal standards men been trash for a minute men ain't men ain't mature women are <laughs> uh but now you can't also say men make enough money to support a family so ah. right like that's just it um and i think it's very fascinating to have that conversation about like men aren't able to uh step up to the plate as much now but also you know this is the era of meg the stallion and sizza and uh sweetie and and city lotto metropolitan women metropolitan (laughs) metropolitan women the metropolitan femmes um (laughs) uh right now where that's that's also more prevalent so here's the question then okay not to cut you off because i agree and we you and i are not equipped to have the full extent of this conversation i will preface sure with sure that. sure what role okay with the straight woman the straight millennial gen z woman mm-hmm. like for men to play in a relationship it's complicated because it's a case-by-case basis we don't have a standard okay. and us trying to break down every single societal boundary structure sure. name there is no standard. Some women like a guy that will take a bullet for them. 
Some women think that's doing too much. Some women want a guy that can financially support them. Some women want a guy that they can financially support. Like, and this is it's just in the context of heterosexual relationships. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it I'm, gets yeah. way more complicated when you're like, I don't care what gender you are. I want you to play this specific role. Sure. But I mean, that adds to the complication, <clears throat> right? We can't just assume everyone's straight now. So like, at the end of, well, we never could, but, but these conversations <laughs> are no longer extremely taboo. Of course. Um, so if we have that conversation, no one has a standard for anything. And it gives us all collective anxiety. Um, and we're all in our mid-20s, which is already this very confusing, unstable time. So if you want a relationship to add a bit of stability, given that everything else is not stable, well, that's kind of difficult when there's no longer any rules that we all agree yeah, to. This is how we should move. We don't have that. Even the way we, the two of us view relationships and yeah. our backgrounds are much more similar than most are very different. Hmm. Maybe this, like, and maybe this should be on off. To, like off episode topic but like maybe we should have that conversation because i'm i'm genuinely curious because you're right it does go case by case but i'd also say and maybe this is just the simplicity of men i don't think straight men have too much variability in what they want in a relationship from my understanding uh, and of course, this comes from a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A very small pool of people. Yeah, same. For most men that I know, as long as they're able to pay their bills on time, have a good time every blue moon, and have someone that supports them, most of those guys seem pretty happy. Those most of those guys, I don't think, have many complaints. Now you can add some extras there, right? Of course, sure. like. They make a lot of money. They probably also want a woman that fits the aesthetic and the ambiance of where they will be due to their socioeconomic status. Sure. Fair. Um, Actually, I'll add that too. somebody that can fit into their lives. I think that's fit in and possibly thrive in the lives that they have. Which is very simple. (laughs) I I don't know. It's it's very bare bones, right? But we're some simple. We're simple. (laughs) Or simple cut by simple sexuality. Yeah, I mean it's it's really it. It's just do I want to have sex with this person? Do I want to spend time with this person? And can this person thrive in my world? And I'd even add on top of that, can this person be the can this person do I trust this person enough to be the emotional vulnerable person that between toxic masculinity, my own insecurities, the world, etc. I don't feel comfortable being around everyone else. Mm-hmm. Can I let my guard down around this person? I think that's a huge piece that guys for the, you know, the whole masculinity piece, we don't want to articulate, but I think that's a huge part, at least personally for me. Like, can I be all of me? Can I be as vulnerable with this person as I can be with like my closest friends? Which is tough, right? Because we, like you said, when you um, look at gender and sexuality and look at how all those things, you know, <clears throat> shout, shout out to Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw. She really should have her cash app in her Take a drink. Instagram. I would 
I would literally give her at least a dollar every time. We 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 owe her some money from this show alone, and then we factor in all the people that use her terms incorrectly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely. Uh, like I didn't even like it's so. I learned about it in college in like two or three classes, and I was yeah. like, yo. Somebody give this woman a check. <laughs> like she, she's killing it. I was in a presentation, not to like sidetrack, but like I was in a presentation, like for I think Harvard Business Review had like set up some meeting on like professional development, etc. So like I signed in because I wanted to like see if there was any insights that I didn't know. It was boring as hell and also useless. <laughs> Anywho, um, the guy, the white dude, that I'm gonna just assume was straight um excuse yeah and that's really the intersections of identities and that's why it matters so much to make sure that you're prioritizing the person over who they are as identities and i was like you were almost there i you were I love i love the person that didn't do the reading i <laughs> love them they're like they skim the first page I entertain, they entertain the life out of me. Especially because you were the they, person that always did the reading. Yeah, but also it's so funny to see someone speak with their entire chest <laughs> on something that they did not, like get into an argument with the professor, which is the disrespect of the that person part. that's been studying this for 10 plus years and you're just getting into an argument about, some, about a specific article that you did not read. That is a big part of what they've been studying for like 10 years. It is the most cringy, but entertaining thing. I've, and it's always a white man. It is always a straight yeah. white man that Yo. will talk with all the base of his Yo, movie, you're right. not read a single page and just go in. It was like, a. And this is a very weird tangent. And then uh, I'll end it here because I have another call. But Fair. yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I was watching this discussion. Uh, between Dr. Cornell West right. and uh, Candace Owens. And seeing this conversation Oof. and hearing this conversation, because also the host was conservative. Oh, wow. I was going to ask. Uh, hearing her reiterate talk points with little to no data to back anything she says up. She says up. And Dr. Cornell West, who comes with his 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 decades of receipts, stats, <laughs> data, studies. He's been here for a minute. Been here, and he's just been here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Watching that conversation, I'm like, this is painful. Like this is so <laughs> egregiously painful. We need uh, to get to a point where only people that have been studying things, you know what? If we can disrespect people that are doctors in other countries by telling them, no, you a nurse now. And if we can disrespect engineers from other countries and say, no, you're an undergrad right now. Only job you can get is IT. Let's do it for public figures that talk on any topic. Nah, where that 10 years of experience where you got your PhD? Where that at? Okay, so if we cut that rule with my take their kneecaps out, rule i think we're in a pretty good place <laughs> i like this i like it it's very selective uh hey not quite eugenics doesn't work for this conversation I it's love not that. eugenics it it's is not, not eugenics not at all time. it is objectively not eugenics it's anti-eugenics it's, it's the anti-eugenics <laughs> equation dark side dark side looks in confusion <laughs> light skin side <laughs> 
<laughs> Drake's on Apocalypse now? <laughs> All right. Dark side, can you do something? <laughs> well, this has been another thing, episode Mother of Bleak Box, Do your thing. Do your thing, Father Box. <laughs> Oh, this has been another wonderful episode of Malik and Jamal. Thank you all for listening to our very infrequent recordings. I will at some point edit this episode, put it on YouTube and all places streaming uh, platforms. Uh, where all you places where, that, where you can get your podcasts and music and other things. Um, we apologize. This has been essentially two people just talking to each other. We hadn't talked in like a couple weeks, y'all. Sorry. Like, yeah, this is this is this bad. is not good podcasting form. <laughs> not even anymore. a little bit. <laughs> it's actually arrogant i would even say a tad narcissistic that we had a casual conversation between friends that had no form of structure or trying to talk about anything that has been affecting the world at large and we're sharing it with the world like hey listen to this mug (laughs) if someone wants to say malik and jamal are narcissists i don't i would say no I normally don't like, you know, diagnosing people with uh, neurodivergence and psychological problems sure, and sure. things of that nature. But if you want to use this as evidence to say so. Cool. Here's the thing, though. This is 2022 and we yep. are two straight black men. Yeah, We're narcissistic, arrogant. Uh, we gaslight and all the other buzzwords because Mercury's in retrograde and I'm a rising Sagittarius Scorpio Terrius. A Scorpio Terrius? A Sagittarius Scorpio Terrius. Sagittarius. <laughs> Sounds like a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. let's go with that. That's scary because a Scorpio is a scorpion. Yeah, and a Sagittarius is a I don't even know. A saxophone? <laughs> a saxophone. I think it's a fish. Oh, well, that's water. We water benders over here. Katara, let's get it. What what is it? What we blood bend, boys. It's Yo, the blood using blood bending from the Avatar, the last Airbender. Sorry, all right. This has been another Before great episode. Airbending? It's blue. Water bending, maybe? I don't know. Yo, in LA, blood bending. Oh, I guess blood bending but, is water bending. Yeah, that was my only. But now you're right. Blood bending would make more, or water bending would make more sense for the blue. So does the do the Crips only blood bend? And the, no, the blood's only bloodbend, and the Crips do everything but bloodbending. Yo, the Crips are winning. This is not a Malik and Jamal endorsement of neither the uh, Bloods nor Crips. Again, we are on the sidewalk. We are not for the streets or in the streets. We I'm not even in the streets. I'm in the window. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm you in know? bed. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do the streets. Sidewalk. Yeah, nah, my, my real. I don't even my, do the stoop. I ain't my first you. name Patrick. Don't even come. <laughs> Last time I was on the sidewalk, I lost nine hundred dollars. Like I ain't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not outside. I'm not. Anyway, this has been Malik with Jamal. This has been great. We yeah. out.